0: Welcome to Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny show. As always, thank you so much for joining us today. Joining me in the studio today is CJ Gibson. What's up? Sean Finnegan. Chomp chomp. And I'm your host, Destin Gary Guys, on today's show, we're going to talk about the community. Have we been a little bit too negative and how we could be better? Uh, what Bungie needs to do to win people back? We're going to talk about that a little bit. What is going on with faction rallies? There has been a lot of controversy about how they adjusted it and what they're doing to fix it for the next one. And... Why should people still play? I actually have a response there. Thank you so much. Uh, let's get right into it. So uh, let's open up with the Forbes article. So there was a Forbes article that came out today where they talked about how they're worried about Destiny 2, but they're more worried about uh, Bungie, yeah. the the studio. And their reasoning was basically Bungie is doing a ton. They have a whole game to balance. They're working on the new content, the new content, not just the updates, the Uh, future DLCs and, you know, the fall DLC, most likely. Uh, They think that the community is, it's fine to be critical. And that's one thing I want to talk about on this show. We're Mm. often critical. There's a difference between being critical and getting toxic. Uh, So constructive criticism is what we try and do on this show. Mm -hmm. We try not to get too negative, but we try and be blunt and direct with our feedback. So what Forbes says is they actually recommend advising they, they advise revisiting the deal with Activision because right now they have this cadence of content that needs to be released, <clears> and <throat> it's it's overwhelming them. Now, yeah. if that trier rumor you brought up is that they rebooted Destiny 2 16 months before launch, that is kind, that is a ridiculously crazy yeah uh, cycle to follow up. And yeah, we,
1: so I mean like for people talked, who haven't yeah. read the article, like the context of the article, like Destin put, is that uh, Bungie <laughs> has put in a really special – and difficult place in terms of how developers have to deal with AAA releases because other AAA releases aren't ongoing. There's this ramp up towards a release called the crunch, where like maybe six months before the game releases, you staff up a bunch and people work overtime to make sure that the game is done. But then when the, once the game releases and it's out, everyone kind of. Leans back a little bit, takes a little bit of a break. Some people maybe go on vacation and but, such. But
2: you hit the launch time. Yeah, but you hit it's the launch, crazy. right? That's yeah. the goal.
1: But the thing about Destiny is that, that there is no stop. There is no stop. Yeah. It doesn't stop. Like The game comes out, and suddenly it's, what's the next big DLC? What's the next big content drop? What's the next big live event? Yeah. So Bungie is basically in crunch mode all the time. Yeah. And for a studio that has you know, been doing this for a long time and has a lot of... Uh, players to support and goals to hit both on the, their side and the publisher's side, they're put in a really tough spot.
0: Here, here's you know? the major problem, and here's why a lot of faith has been lost. Uh, Duggan put out a tweet today, and uh, I think he actually makes a good point. You guys want more Duggan on the show? He made a comment about mm-hmm. Destiny the other day. He said, I've never witnessed a developer able to regain the goodwill of their community so repeatedly, only to discard it again with such haste. The frequency and consistency of their mistakes are baffling. I agree with him to an extent. I agree in, in the respect that e- e- we, we trust Bungie, but I do feel like the community is kind of at the end of their rope. We've we dis- The community, I can't say I, but the community discovered the XP glitch. Normally it's the other way around. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll speak
1: the, for me, but not the community. <laughs> the the <laughs>
0: community discovered the lost sector problem that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Uh the community discovered uh the Prometheus lens glitch, which the the gun was overpowered and we're just kinda like, what is going on at Bungie?
2: Yeah. And and that's the question. I think the issue is when you talk about any of these kind of things That's the first thing that comes to mind. You go, okay. You want to be sympathetic. You understand. There's probably a lot to do that we don't understand from a development standpoint. But it seems odd when this is not happening like once or twice. It's like, and again, I repeatedly. It's repeatedly, and I feel bad. Like every day you're waking up, and I'm going, okay, I want to play. Oh well, and that's (laughs) kind of what
1: the article poses: is like it's because Bungie's in this really tough spot, and it's because there's this deal with uh, Activision to kind of continually put out big content to drive player growth and such that you know eventually stuff just starts to fall through yeah. the cracks like yeah. no matter how talented of a developer you are like which we know Bungie is
0: yeah their chance was the launch of Destiny 2 <clears throat> Destiny 2 launched quite strongly yeah and then they're like okay we have all these little complaints they'll address it in Curse of Osiris and Curse of Osiris came out and it was a big flop yeah people did not enjoy it very much and Then people are like, well, all this other stuff is going on. You're pushing us to the Eververse. You're doing these community events that just want to take more money from us. At least that's how it feels. And just faith has been lost, and they need to regain that. So what do they need to do to win people back? One thing Reddit keeps pointing out is how quickly the Fortnite team is with their communication. Here's what the Fortnite team does. Recognizes the problem. Directly calls it out with the community. Fixes it rapidly. Yeah. And they're constantly communicating
2: on Twitter too. I mean, yeah. like they—they they are literally engaging them on a daily basis. Now, obviously, Fortnite's in an interesting position. They obviously have a small smaller team. team, and yeah. it's a free-to-play game, and they're able to kind of, you know, not break what they have created. But mm-hmm. nobody <clears throat> really knows what the core of Fortnite they're, is. They're still kind of yeah,
1: like Fortnite's in Fortnite's. Let's be honest. Like no, yeah, I'm Fortnite's on. a much more uh, nimble team because yeah, I mean. they have a lot less systems to actually do like the one thing the thing that put them on the map is something they aped from another company like yeah, yeah. destiny does something truly and differently original than anyone else in the games industry like mm-hmm. as much as people want to be like what's our destiny you can't point to any other game out there and be like this is what destiny is or this is yeah. like destiny destiny is in a league all its own
0: and so some people would say World of Warcraft. Oh, no 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 no. It. It's 2018. <laughs> You're supposed to do it yet.
1: All I've said repeatedly
0: <laughs> Dang it. is that they should
1: learn something from the <laughs> RPG mechanics in World War. Yeah, but like <laughs> no one else has done this. Like uh,
2: as a first-person shooter. That's also PVE PVP. Yeah, yeah
1: like a shared yeah. world PVE PVP shooter look with look RPG elements. Like no one's done that.
0: Correct. I would sort of look at Borderlands too, but that yeah. was like. An early because sure. it's four player. Yeah. yeah but not, not a, this is much larger. Yeah. So PvP in that? PVP. I never well, played Borderlands. It's Lines a little too. different. It's
2: not like the same kind of experience where you have like a timer and a match. There is those kind of elements, but it's, it's a little bit different.
1: Yeah. But the point is like, you can, uh, yes, Bungie needs to be a little bit better about more transparently and uh, frequently communicating with their community. I think that's just like a good practice to adopt Mm -hmm. uh in terms of how they address issues and respond to them we have to be open to the idea that listen some of the problems that we're asking to be addressed may not be so simple to address uh and it's not as if bungie is hearing them and just ignoring people
0: here's what the community wants though and this is what their team is doing well we see the heavy ammo glitch problem we're gonna get it fixed Oh no, we hit a snag. This is going to take way longer. Here's why. Mm-hmm. There was one of the Anthem developers actually yeah. talked about the inventory system yeah, on yeah. Reddit this week, and they expressly laid out, "Oh, here's why Bungie might be having issues with their inventory system and why yeah. uh, it might take long." And people were like, "Oh, you know what? That makes sense." It's thank the, you for explaining it. It's the why. That's it. Yeah. And they just leave that why totally blank. They don't reveal anything. There, it's yeah. it's too it's being too protective and. uh <clears throat> The Halo game was one thing. Mm-hmm. This is a game where you have millions of players who yeah. are invested in this community and this world and what it means to them personally. Yeah. And that's why they get such negativity and vitriol.
2: Well, besides Halo 5, which kind of has like Warzone, Halo, previous to this, didn't have anything but PvP. So it was mm-hmm. a totally different, like you can't even oh, compare minus the to it Minus a campaign. Yeah, minus campaign. I mean, they did Firefight and Reach and a couple other things, but... Yeah, now you're into the shared world shooter. You're trying to balance weapons and meta and all this other stuff. And, yeah, right now I would say a lot of the community is feeling that like they want a sandbox update, and they just want to know why one can't happen. Yep. And there's no real justification by anybody. And, again, I feel bad. Christopher Baird, I think, is doing a really good job. But He's you, been
0: excellent on Twitter He lately. has he been.
2: is. He's just like, I'm going to say what I need yeah. to say on Twitter, and he's been doing it well. And the challenge is when you see some of that and then – you know, he's not able to back it up with, like, let's call it a, a flawless victory, um, you know, or like any kind of run longer than a couple weeks where, oh, there's another thing that comes out yeah. and then I need to kind of backtrack and apologize a little bit. It sucks because he's doing, I think, an amazing job. Like, he's posting at all hours of the day, mm-hmm. in the evening. I'm like, like I, I don't know how much more you need from from a yeah. person, but they need to like do stuff right, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, the title of this episode is "Don't Go Easy on Bungie," and I, I don't think we should. I think we need to be critical of them. They need for to sure. hear this feedback, but <clears throat> don't be a jerk. Yes. So y- yeah, like Justin just pointed be mind- out, just be mindful of that as you're giving them feedback on Twitter or what? because yeah, they're like reading all this stuff.
1: Destin yeah. pointed out, and I think it's a really important distinction for gamers, especially because gaming is one of these things that people are so invested in that they almost feel like it's. Like, they're entitled to, yeah, yeah. like, in some way they take ownership in the game. And let's be real, like, that's not really true. Like, you may have put 2,000 hours into Destiny, but you don't own it and you don't make decisions for the company. But you can express concerns and feedback because they do want to hear that and they do want to make it better because, in the end, they do want the game to be fun and enjoyable for everyone. Mm -hmm. But there is a big difference between negativity, and criticism. Yeah, Criticism is welcome. Constructive criticism where you're giving feedback so that they can openly and hopefully address it. Hmm. That's great. When you're just hurling insults behind... The, from the guise of anonymity and trying to pe- hurt people's feelings or make them feel bad about their work, mm-hmm. that crosses a line, yeah. especially for people who work so hard on the game. Like, no one really deserves that, right? Yeah. Like, just try and have some empathy, right? Like, if you yeah. were at your job and someone, if you were working at McDonald's and someone came back and was like, hey, you suck at flipping burgers, man, flip that burger better. <laughs> like, wouldn't that would be, that would suck?
2: Well, know? and I think that's the thing. You have a bunch of people doing <clears throat> that, and it's not everybody. So, I, I, I want to make of sure course. that we say that, you know, gamers in general, it's not everybody that's being toxic. It's not everybody that's being positive. But there definitely is, I think, a way to, yeah, have present feedback in a way that is not negative. And, and, and a lot of people are doing that the right way. So I don't want to say everybody's being super toxic. Yeah, everybody yeah we're not saying that. In the right way. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, I, I do my best to be uh, critical without being toxic. But I'm sure I have... The veered, vault upgraded, yeah. I, it's oh. day 1,229. <laughs> I just did the math. Still, still, not, still not fixed. Uh, that system is still wonky. But that's a passion but, yeah. thing. So I get that. Yeah, like so I, it's a mix of passion yes. and, and care and they don't feel like they're being heard. And if they started addressing these problems the way the Fortnite team has been doing, I think they could do a lot to foster that relationship with the community. And if they start doing those live streams that they promised, when they start being more open again, and eat some crow. Yeah. You you need to eat some crow. Like he, he, it's just going to happen. So here's the only prob- problem I think. <laughs> yeah. here's Tastes the only like
2: challenge I think is that you know with Destiny, there's some. I always go back to the the Luke Smith and Mark knows where the, um vision piece we produced. Surprise and delight. It was the thing that I think Bungie is struggling with, where they want to keep certain things. Uh, to themselves, they want yeah. people to experience what it is in the game. The problem is people are having negative experiences. <laughs> when you do a Lost Sector more than once or twice in a 10-minute span,
0: and then you open a third chest, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I can't wait. Oh, there's nothing in this chest. You, you guys watched me do it before the show, and I did terribly. I just yeah. kept dying and popped open that third did chest. Terribly. Nothing.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, and that's the thing. And when you don't, like unless you're following Reddit and unless you're following like Bungie, and, and some people who are really invested in the game, yeah. and a lot of people are, we are following that. The people who aren't are going to this chest and going, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, so I opened that... this up and there was so nothing. So one one
0: second, there? before you go further. So what CJ's talking about is actually one of our second topics. Uh, we're going to be talking about what the heck is going on with faction rallies. So, the faction rallies have been introduced, and there are some major problems with them. Basically, none of the Season 2 weapons are there, except the premier weapon, which is an AR, mm. for each of, the, each of the different ones. Future War Cult for the win. Dead, and, orbit. Dead Orbit for life. And the problem is, people were looking for something to collect. So, they went to do the Lost Sector glitch. Okay, that's not there. That's fair. You don't want us doing shooting into a cave. You want us actually experiencing your content. Yeah. Right? So then... They tried to do the Lost Sector twice, and you cannot. You are locked out for 10 minutes after you do one Lost Sector. Even if you go to another one, loot that one, then come back, you will still be locked out. Yeah. And it, it, it was a throttling that they did to make sure that you weren't farming too many tokens, and it <clears> is <throat> not fun. Yeah. And here's the thing. They should not have implemented this fix in any way right now. Yeah. Right now... Leave the game as it is and only implement positive changes. If your community wants to farm 500 tokens, let them right now. Yeah. At least they're playing your the game. game and <laughs> they're having fun with their friends, yep. even if it's not the fun that you want them to have. Yeah, this is. I don't think this change should have been addressed in it, this update.
1: It comes back to like what I imagine is actually this huge systemic and really like tightly wound ball of like string that kind of goes all throughout the development cycle, right? Which is that if you think about why might they implement this change, right? Mm-hmm. Uh and the change being like this throttling of how, how fast players can acquire tokens. Yep. The only logical, reasonable answer that I can think of is that it's a stopgap measure to uh increase gameplay time, right? Like it's it's designed to kind of Slow players down so that it takes longer for them to get to their goal.
2: Mm,
0: interesting, I, well, and p- potentially, I, I think it's more what I said. They don't want you doing shooting into a cave or jumping in and out of a cave to get to. But here is the thing: is like, but activities. that's what I
1: mean. Is like, yeah. that's what I mean. Is that right there? represents what I have said before as a fundamental misunderstanding of what players do in this game, yeah, which yeah. is Min-max. no matter how you design your systems, you have to know that your hardcore players in Destiny are going to find the most efficient way to get the maximum amount of reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can I get what I want with the least amount of time invested yeah. or the fastest? And knowing that, they you have to design your systems. And if you don't, you have to implement things that increase the duration of time that it takes to get things done, which is what this seems like this is. And I think like that's a problem. You don't ever want to feel like people are putting in time and effort for a reward that isn't worth that time and effort. Mm-hmm. And then furthermore, you have to figure out that... like. If you know that the goal, if you know that they're going to min-max all their time and resources anyway, then why not design the system to reward that instead of punish it?
0: Yes, totally right. And I totally agree with you 100%. Look back to year one Destiny when we could do Vault of Glass and everybody finally got their Galahorns and we would melt, melt the final boss. It felt awesome. You felt that power that you want to feel in Destiny, but you had to put in the time and earn it. And I don't see a problem with that. If you were able to defeat Skolas, when uh, House of Wolves was out quickly because it was fire burn, you happened to get Gjallarhorn. That was one week. Change the burn the following week, yeah. mm-hmm. and that addresses a lot of the problems that
2: you're having. It's ultimately the main reason why we all made three characters. Yeah. Oh, hey, guess what? You can only get so many Ascendant shards in the Vault of Glass. You can yeah. only get so many of this. So we all created, I mean, even <coughs> Fran created three of the same characters. Because he's <laughs> weird. Because he's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but he wanted the same, ch- like, he wanted a chance mm-hmm. at getting the armor to just get the max light. So there's all these things when you look back at Destiny 1, you analyze what people were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they're kind of punishing people for wanting to play the game more and I don't quite understand. It's
1: kind of one of those things where like, I think you have to be, on the developer side, I think you have to be a little bit open to the idea that the game is going to be played in ways that you didn't necessarily expect. Or want. Now, there are bad examples of that, i.e. shooting into a loot cave, but there are good examples of that. I can't think of one in Destiny right now because there haven't been that many. Because Bungie does these things where they implement like punishes and changes yeah. I don't want to call them punishments but like changes that seem to limit the experience in one narrow way right but if you talk if you take a look at other games where this is known to have like emergent types of gameplay like the Bethesda games uh, the fallouts the skyrims that kind of thing a big part of the charm is these weird little things that happen in the player experience that the developers could not have possibly accounted for yeah. and sometimes those are weird like your horse falls through the earth and like goes <laughs> catapulting <laughs> through a mountain yeah. but like
0: why is that awesome.
1: why do players find that cool it's yeah. because like
0: you remember in Red Dead when the human models were mapped to the yeah. bird models <laughs> and they are flying around like uh, players yeah.
1: find that type of thing charming because yeah. guess what the developer isn't coming into the space and being like oh you can't do that you can't do that like don't see that like they're not yeah. changing." Dude, those things,
2: dude, BXR and Halo 2. That's what it yeah. was like. It was not implemented in the game intentionally, and that was literally the difference of the hardcore versus the casual. Yeah, like, hey, man, BXR dude, yeah. look
1: at wave dashing and Super Smash and Super Smash Melee like yeah. all of these things that emerge by players being more and more invested in that. I think you have to be open to that as a developer yeah. and yeah. understand that on some level, you're not going to be able to control all of that. Yeah, now I understand the desire to want to control it all because you don't want someone shooting into a cave for hours and hours yeah. and having him end up being more efficient well, than and people you playing the game
2: all this other content. Yeah, so it really I get that. Yeah. So that. I'm
1: not asking you to take it all. Yeah. Like I'm just saying like if it turns out that people want to farm loot caves because it's the fastest and most efficient way and guess what they're doing that? Yeah. You built that loot cave system or uh, the the lost sector system yeah. for that express purpose. Just yeah. let people do it, man. Because yeah. yeah. guess what? All they're earning is tokens to get weapons that are the same anyway. Yeah. So why yeah. do you care, really?
2: <laughs> yeah. But the main like, thing the main thing people are doing though is initially, I think for the first one, I, mean, I think we all kind of felt this is that you felt loyalty to a certain faction. Or if you didn't feel the loyalty, catch uh, the <laughs> wide shot. Because so basically, Destin's no. right now going, no, I, I bought the best weapon. <laughs> I, I stayed true to Dead Orbit, but there was initially... You have three characters, just pick one of you. I know, but that, oh, so right there. So yeah. there's a combination of, I think, people really wanted to go, oh, I want my faction to win. And then there's other people who are like, oh, I really want this weapon to win because I want the weapon. Now, even that fundamental sort of yeah. competitive... They're all you know, ARs. Has and been
1: they're lost. All, they're all ARs. They're all the same. The they're factions, all same. You know, like like uh, all the factions. Like none of the factions
2: matter. And I understand why. Like I get why they're going. Oh, here's the <clears> reward. <throat> and We're introducing this one into the <clears> pool, <throat> and then we're going to do the next one. But again, if you are not really into playing Destiny and you're not feeling so hot right now, you're just going to tune in for the last, pub, you know, the last uh, faction rally and go. Okay, now at least all the weapons are in the loot pool. I'll just, I'll just play now for a yeah. chance at all of them. So I mean, they. There's a lot of things where yeah, I, I, I get it. And I understand why. But then the other side, I'm like, okay, well, I don't know if that's <laughs> going to work like you intended it to work. So, Yeah. Uh,
0: there was one exciting thing in the update. Uh, Hamrick said about mods 2.0. Uh, yeah. Will allow them to be more potent in ways that you'll end up feeling directly in your ability uptime and, therefore, total power output. That Very That good. was positive. That yeah. was definitely a positive. I mean, it sounds... It's like, vague still. It's still vague, but, I mean, he's just <clears throat> a little bit of a tease. And but I, it's I vague in the right wrong. direction, Yes.
1: Right? Like, yeah. before the mod system was basically negligible when it had so much potential. We've yeah. talked about the mod system before and how it could be good. Mm-hmm. Even though this is vague, it looks like it's pointing in the right direction for improvement.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think the challenge, though, is that this, is that... People are feeling like okay, and, and let's not deny that the the last weekly update, the development update, that was huge. There's yep. lots of things coming, but now, uh, and again, insatiable community. You know, this is a great game that's you know, a, or a great franchise that I think spawns very loyal people and players. But now, yeah, they've almost created this monster <laughs> that they can't quite grasp, and it's like you well, need to like <clears throat> detail some of these things sooner mm-hmm. than later. It's yep. great
1: to cultivate like a really high amount of loyalty, but like you always run the risk of. Betray- that loyalty, yeah. and then they become your worst enemies.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah. that's currently kind of what's happening. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. that's how people are feeling. Well, they're
1: teetering why. on the edge of it. It's like yeah. the, those people who invested 2,000 hours into Destiny 1, they're going to be your most vocal supporters and critics when the time, like depending yeah. on what cycle of that kind of feedback loop you're in. If, yeah.
0: if whatever the Rasputin DLC is releases and it's a flop, I, I don't know what they're, they're going to have some major makeup to do. I, yeah. like, I don't know how you come back from that. You release Curse of Osiris, fans are unsatisfied. You release the next one, after all the dissatisfaction has been been I made mean, very yeah, who clear, knows, right? And it's a big flop. That that would like, be very dangerous. What's really
1: interesting process. is the the uh, the Forbes article offers a solution in way in that way, and it, c- it makes a uh, revisit the deal. Yeah, well, that, but also it makes a uh, like it, it compares it to what they what Ubisoft did with Assassin's Creed, which is like yeah. maybe a long, hard look at the franchise while taking a break. Yeah. Uh, is a good way to kind of address it. Because uh, fans and, like, the the gameplay got a little bit stale with the Assassin's Creeds after it got a- uh, annualized, and fans kind of felt the same way. Yep. Ubisoft takes a break, doesn't yeah. release one for a year, takes a long, hard look at what the game is, comes back with Origins, and it's the best one. It's awesome. Yeah. And, so, and they
2: did a bunch of changes and yeah. tweaks that so were like, very
1: risky. So, like, maybe though. the solution is... All right. What do you know? The community wants right now in Destiny the most. They want a sandbox change, yeah. and they want a clear map for the future. Well, they want this a sandbox change
2: often, or more like more quick. I mean,
1: I sure personally, I say get the sandbox right, and then you don't have to change much, right? Like how yeah. in Halo Five, those weapons haven't been changed <laughs> <I> <laughs> yeah. know. like since how well, many years? But again,
2: right. we're we're comparing apples to oranges there because there's constantly new weapons being introduced every DLC. So that's that's what's a little bit different. Yeah, but they're
1: that, all kind of samey.
2: I, well, so the samey thing. I want to mention one thing that we kind of talked a little bit about, you know, that last week. It's samey, but now, do you think there's a combination of, you know, let's remember back to the vault of glass and everything that we did. You know, everything was new. So Gallaghern was new, mm-hmm. Vex was new, Fatebringer was new. Now, because we have that in our memory bank, there's this expectation that we're kind of comparing everything else to those weapons and now nothing feels but maybe special <clears throat> because well, it's not no, new. No, see, but I don't then, oh.
1: I, I kinda half agree and I kinda half disagree because right. like think about in terms of just destiny 2, Yeah. What have been the really memorable, desirable weapons?
2: Yeah, merciless and a few other ones. Merciless that, not that many. And, and
1: Prometheus lens out. and Prometheus lens because it was oh, broken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, right, and yeah. I'm I'm talking about like Exotic specifically yeah, yeah, here, right? The point is that, like, there just isn't enough weapon variation and enough desirability amongst the weapons that well, are desir-
2: the, per- the perks are not, like, contributing anything different than regular weapons. And I then think. even even when we got
0: Legend of Acrius, we're like, oh, this is going to be it. Nope. Yep. Yeah. Nope, not at all. And then the the system was broken. Yep. Yep. So, like, we keep encountering these broken systems. It's like, why are we catching this? This yeah. is... Also, I feel like some I'm of the best... Some of the... Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Black Spindle, right, from
1: yeah. year one, or yeah. from Destiny 1, was a huge... uh like, a, everyone was talking about that, yes. right? Even if the weapon wasn't as good as Black Hammer, uh, yeah. everyone was talking about it because the quest was really cool. It was hidden. Yes. Not one hidden quest yet. I know. Yeah. Not one. I know. And that was a that was huge a ghost. Before it, Like, I yeah. would have been like, if I'm sitting in the dev room, and again, I can't, it's hard for me to say these things because I'm not a dev. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know what goes on in those meeting rooms. Mm. But if I'm in that room and they're like, what was the really high points of Destiny 1? Let's make sure we double down on that stuff in Destiny 2. I'd be like, that Black Spindle quest, man. People love secret quests. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, they yeah. did love that.
2: Well, and they, and they kind Blind, of brought, put a see, line through yeah. it. So
1: none of that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Get that out of there. Like, well, I can't.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, and
2: I feel like they took parts of that with, like, and they interpreted it. What part? Well, into the Nightfall, Weapon right? drops
0: and raids. Yeah, let's cross <laughs> yeah, yeah. that off.
2: No, no but into yeah. the Nightfall. The Nightfall, I think, got a timer in there. And it was like, oh, that was kind of neat. There was, like, an urgency to complete the, the thing on time like mm-hmm. black spindle it's like yeah but that's not all what made black spindle cool it's like it was the reward it yeah. was also the fact that you only could do it on certain weeks it was kind of hidden it was off the beaten trail but it like was, it was all these things that accumulated yeah. to that
1: but not even in the raid like in wrath of the I machine thought. destin one of the big moments in wrath yeah. of the machine was discovering that the binary code thing and oh god that, that so was like
0: cool. a worldwide event yeah. More of that. Like there's not yeah. a single one of those in <laughs> Destiny Two. Like Definitely. hopefully with the recipe like that's a huge opportunity to like uh yeah. they've talked about, Barrett's talked about introducing ghosts in the world again, like mm-hmm. it would be great to have more secrets to chase more lore to unfold, I mean like the grimoire system was terrible but yeah. at least we have m- had more lore to discover within yeah. the game and that's just not available. But there's right. a score,
2: at least there was a score, there was a yeah. little something to chase yeah. there and there is Definitely. not a lot of that right now
0: uh, Finally I want to talk about why people should still play and I'm going to make more of an effort to stream every Tuesday at 8 on twist.tv slash the Channel and of course youtube.com slash fireteamchat so Join me there that specific time. And uh, I did that this week. This is my first week of 2018, doing it regularly. And I had a lot of fun. I was complaining. <gasps> I, like, I was still having my issues with you <laughs> You're, you're venting. You're venting. And venting. But... <clears throat> The experience with your friends is still there. It's still a great it world is. to hop in with people and just have a good time and complete tasks. We did the Raid yeah, yep. because that was the quest for the week. We did the Nightfall. We were able to just kind of hang out and talk about whatever was going on, what we think about Destiny. Console each other. Yeah, console <laughs> each other a little bit. Um, we, we want the game to be better. And I think what people want the most is they want that place where they can go, where the community is, where they can have those conversations with their friends, where they can talk about life, where they can talk about the game. Yep. They can talk about the cool drop that they got. They can talk about how they did a raid with a different team and that one dude fell asleep, bared on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, or like, oh, man, I played with CJ and he could not get that Skolas yep. thing down.
2: Uh, you know? <laughs> That's how Destin and I, yeah, there was yeah. some, I have that thing saved in my, uh, really? oh, my, yeah. my, my PS archive. <laughs> I was like, that was the day that I thought Destin and I were friends uh, until the skull off <laughs>
1: Every yeah. day, I wish I could have recorded the thirty minutes <laughs> it took Brian to get down the jump puzzle the first time. Oh I lost yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, and the amount of times he die at the ledge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I listen, feel...
1: like the game, the game is, like, I think that's why people are mostly frustrated with it is because at the end of the day, like, it is a really fun game to yeah. play. Like yeah. running, jumping, shooting, playing yes. with your friends, like that's all so much fun. All we really want and I'm here speaking for the community, I think, is that like all we really want is for the game to realize its full potential. Because it could be this amazing thing.
0: Yeah, I-, I wonder if some people feel like even that it's impacting the friendships that they've been able to develop <clears throat> online. Oh, for sure. Because that's an outlet for a lot of people to meet people and yeah, talk sure, with people. Yeah. And if nobody's playing, you no longer have those friendships. And yeah. we're all just kind of like... Where's that next game that's going to offer that high anthem?
2: Yeah, I, well, and that's what everybody I think is people are looking. For. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, hoping it's something like a competitor, like you have said, I think a few times in the show. And that's funny. I think I've logged on to you. Know, I Reddit. division
0: people are jumping into, into the, division. the division. Sorry, interrupted.
2: No, it's so good. Uh, Reddit. I think just looking back to it, uh, my my most memorable post I've ever seen is like, you know, hey Bungie, I'm a father of three. I really want to neglect my family again and spend some time with all my friends. And, was and, that you, CJ? Yeah, it might have been me. Secret <laughs> posting. No, but it is that thing where a lot of people had something special and was a little bit of an outlet, and yeah, that totally is not happening as much anymore. Yeah. yeah, that's unfortunate, right? So
1: yeah, I mean, like I, uh, I know people are going back to the division because there was a recent update that kind of supposedly made it really good. Uh, yeah. Patch. Um that's great. I mean, I I said like I think competition is good just in any industry but particularly where Destiny is totally dominating in this one particular space that's very lucrative and very new. Um I think it would be good to find the League of Legends to the Dota, right? Or yeah. the Overwatch to the Counter-Strike, right? Like another game that's very similar uh, that does a lot of the same things and tries to do them better. That gives people an option because if anything, that light, like, light of like light a fire under bungie's
0: Yeah, hey,
1: it's not like they need motivation. It's mostly <laughs> just like a
2: yeah. It's a it's a healthy com- competition. Yeah,
1: competition guess, um, is better, better for the thing. player.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Got to believe uh, it <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, that's it. There's really not much else to say. And honestly, that's that's what sucks. Is like you have a show called Fire Team Chat where we want to yeah. talk about playing Destiny. Yeah, and- I just want
1: to point out. Fire teams are also what they call Halo groups.
2: Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, there's Guardians in Halo. Hey, what have we, been, what we been playing? Uh, what are you talking about, yeah. Sean? The, are, the last couple nights, about? what have we been playing multiplayer-wise <laughs> yeah. there? Yeah, Halo 5 is really tight. Halo I mean, 5 is great. It's, it's scratching this itch where I'm just like, there's this competitive like ranking system, and then I'm getting in there, and it's like, you know, force up.
0: So, so having, having done this show as long as I have, uh, I do recognize, and Sean, you've been here for most of it, I do recognize when there is a lull, and we're in a lull period, where there's going to be a lot of people expressing their dissatisfaction with the current state of the game. Uh, Usually, it's not this bad. It hasn't been this bad in the past. But uh, they're going to come back. There's going to be another DLC, and there will be a whole new wave of conversation. Yes. So I'm not worried about Fireteam Chat. Some people have expressed that. Yeah. Will we venture towards other games? Like, probably, yeah. Uh, I would be very interested to hear what you would think about Fireteam Chat playing other properties, like... If we were to try out division for a week or something like that, let us know in the comments.
2: Uh, What I will say too is that I mean a lot of these like headlines are you know and I, I want to present this side because I, I want to see a little bit of how you guys feel there's a lot of people now criticizing it because I think it's very popular so it's very trending as a lot of people are getting uh, you know a lot of clicks for being a little bit negative towards Destiny and people
0: are fatigued by that and that's people
2: are a little bit fatigued by that yeah and myself included like I, I'm not a guy who's going to like sit there and kick somebody when they're down if anything that's what it feels like it, yeah. it feels like it. it's like you know what like I don't want to defend Bungie because a lot of these things I think that they're, they're very warranted to get the criticism they're getting but at some point in time like especially me personally like if somebody He's down on the ground. I don't go like yeah, and spit on them. Like, when, you know, when I'm walking <laughs> yeah. by, it's like you know, do you need a hand? Like, can we help? And I think there's a lot of people in the community are doing that, but it's tough. And and for the people who are saying, is it too late? Is Destiny dead? No. The reality is, Destiny is not dead until they say that we're not supporting the game anymore. Yeah. So like those kind of comments and headlines again we, we you know we're asking the same kind of questions also, it's a very valid question but no the game is not dead it's also super release,
1: presumptuous to call oh, the, the bunchy, leading game exactly. in this genre dead like <laughs> no it has not. no competitors it, it has millions mean. of players it's ultra successful the game is dead like yeah. who are you no, I mean. yeah. And so that's do you know the what the word dead means yeah <laughs> like
2: if anything I will say you know there's a li- you know, it's a bit of on, on life support they've had a bad injury and yeah. you know they need a little bit of assistance I signed on but, today
0: Tower was full. There's still tons of players in yes. the world. So no, it's not that. No. And
2: and again, they're yeah. they're 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 obviously gonna bring people back. I think that's the funny thing, is for me I, I kind of chuckle to see all the people saying no I'm I'm done I'm out and it's like you know what if they release a good update you'll be back. So you'll that's the
1: back. thing is like I I also don't think it's the worst thing in the world that you walk away from Destiny for yeah. a little bit and play another game. 100%. Right? Bungie themselves um, actually encourage that. Yeah, like I'll be the first to admit I haven't been playing too much Destiny recently. Uh, PUBG released on console and yeah. all, all yeah. about that and right Fortnite now as well. Yeah, we've been playing like, a lot probably. of Halo 5 to scratch Halo that multiplayer competitive multiplayer itch. Yeah. But like when do, when Bungie does release some content or if there's an up- where I'm like, wait, that addresses a lot of what I want to go back yeah. to. Mm-hmm. I'll be the first to jump back in, because yeah. guess what? Like I said before, like the game is still really, really fun to play. And yeah. you're
0: curious, oh, so what happened? Did they fix any of the problems? Yep. How yep. do I feel yep. about it now? I want to form an opinion, and that's that's why people play.
1: And we all want it to get to that point that Destiny 1 eventually got to, where it's like, oh man, for the most part, the sandbox, the weapon balance feels good. For the most part, all of the activities offer some sort of incentive and reward. For yeah. the most part, my experience is good, enough to put in a thousand hours
2: yeah yeah you know definitely. i think that's what's weird we're we're at this point where we all remember what destiny was and it's kind of like oh we gotta say yeah i play destiny still again yeah. <laughs> like we're hoping that destiny 2 would bring all, a bunch of new people and keep them around. <clears throat> and so that's unfortunate but again you know th- like i think the other issue is this is where we're at like this is it like yeah. and it sucks that we're here again but we are so there's a certain amount of like okay this is where we're at. As long as there's yeah. not really much. Else Ultimately, to I
1: think if Bungie just wants to, if if Bungie takes the necessary steps to move the community forward, yeah, I think, or er, er, to move forward with the community, I think we're going to be in a good spot.
0: They'll move past it. It'll take a little bit of time, but for our time on this episode today, that is all that we have. Uh, Sean, CJ, thank you for joining me today. Thanks, man. Of course. All right, and community. Until next time, Guardians, Guardians out. out.